What up? It's Alex, the ball god, here. And it's everybody asks. Me, Court, same plate squad, um, looking for questions, giving you the upcoming creator, giving you the established creator, musician, manager, whatever, information, um, and opinions and ideas that may spark some shit to make you do dope shit later in life. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. All right, first question. YouTube, Smoking Aces. What do you feel is the best content for producers to present on social media outside of beat-making vids? Smoking Aces. Outside of beat-making vi videos? Um, well, one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to twist it a little bit. I think the traditional beat-making video is pretty easy, in a sense. Like... I, you know, I, I lay the drums and I lay this thing and the metronome and it's 20 minutes long and it's, you get the, the, you get a, you know, the camera looks at the screen, but it also looks at me making the beat and that's cool, right? I think live is a huge play, an underrated play for producers. And I think that you got to start thinking in terms of how to keep people's attention. Kanye West rolling out the drum machine at the VMAs and live quote unquote playing um uh the record from my beautiful dark twisted fantasy I can't remember the name I'm trying to do this episode really quick so I'm just gonna skip it um that's a moment you know what I mean creating live content is a moment uh one of the ideas I had for DJs a while back on Twitter and totally gonna you can revamp this for producers is Nobody watches commercials. So if it's a football game and you are branded as a New York Giants fan, like I'm a New York Giants fan, be on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, and literally in the commercial break, whip up a beat that goes with the, the, um, the game. Commercials are 90 seconds long. Those, that's great content. Outside of that, I just think personality. Like, people want to see the personality from anybody that uh, they want to be a fan of. And if your job and what you're doing in creating content is to get fans and, and, and have consumers around you, then go for that. Um, if not, just figure out, if you just want to sell beats, figure out how to create content that targets the artists and piques their interest. Reddit, needed qualifications. Needed qualifications. If an artist samples a section of a hip-hop song that already uses a sample, do they have to credit both the hip-hop artist and the original artist? I think technically, yeah. I think, it. well, it depends. It, it really depends on the situation um, and, and who paid for the rights for the sample. But if you are using sounds from two different songs, the sample and uh, sounds from the artist, unless, you know, that sound was manipulated in some way. I say all that to say it's a very confusing thing. Um, it really depends on the situation. There are a lot of different instances, right? It can be the straight sample, which, yes, you need to credit where that sample came from. It could be a manipulated sound, then you need to credit the producer. It could be that the artist laid vocals over it, and you sample the vocals. 
that's a situation. Could be a situation where the artist paid for the rights to use the sample, and now you're sampling the song that had the sample in it. So now you need clearance from anybody that was on the song. Like, there's a lot of different interpretations to answer that question. So um, you just got to be very specific. But yeah, end all be all, everybody deserves their credit. Everybody eats. Reddit, Kieran, 2000. When an artist goes on a tour after they drop an album, do they only perform songs from that album or from their whole discography? You play songs from your whole discography. You play the biggest songs that are going to get the crowd going crazy. Um, yeah. I've never been to a show where the artist just played new music. Um, it just... Fans want to see more than that. That's it. Alright, Reddit, Greenfire23. I keep finding more and more music I like or want to listen to by looking up artists and making playlist radios on Spotify, and I'm trying to also make good playlists or different vibes, but it's all getting pretty overwhelming trying to keep track of things. Does anybody have any suggestions or experience with this kind of issue? I just really love music, dude. Well, shout out to him for loving music. Um, if you're making playlists to build them up, the simplest thing I can tell you is... Update frequently. Um, keep So that means you have to keep a manageable amount. You have to be realistic with yourself. Um, you want to make sure that you're constantly updating new music. And then, meaning, you know, there's old records in there. There's records that you're, you're climbing and building in, in the playlist. But then there's new music as well. Um, and if, if you're doing it, you know, how are you going to promote it? Um, the, the key things in terms of playlist promotion that I've seen are search, making sure that your title is keyword friendly and popping up in those top three playlists whenever you search for something, top four now, sorry. Um, how you're promoting it on social, all that stuff. That would be my advice. All right, next one, Reddit, Dilapidated Sagebrush. How do I get someone to review my albums? I've released two albums, LPs, in the last two months on Bandcamp. I would love to get some reviews of them. My goal is to release an album a month. Anyways, what advice do people in this subreddit have to help me get the right people to listen to my music so I can get it reviewed somewhere? Do I need to release a physical copy? Would that help and make people take my releases more seriously? You, you want, if you want people to review your music, one, you, you need to have a brand probably that's valuable enough where the review matters to the reviewer, right? People aren't going to just... It's very rare people review music... Um, from brand new people because it doesn't really drive traffic, you know? It's it's five or six people. So you want to start building a rapport and relationship with these people first, sending them music early. Um, if they and, and obviously these are the people that like you. So if I would do this in steps, the first step would be find every publication that you think makes sense for you, whether it's a local town paper in Boise, Idaho, or complex.com or rolling stone magazine or whatever and find the writers on social media make one big excel grid and message every single one of them and do one broad message explaining who you are what your music is give them a four track sampler give them some stats that that kind of explains why there's some value to listen some of those people will listen and the ones that like you keep feeding them um, and once you build some value with them 
and and they feel like you're growing they like you they want to they they want to explore doing more with you you befriended them a little bit that's when you can start asking for the reviews either that or just find a way to build your up outside of that ecosystem and have them come chase you those are the two ways to get your reviews Cora, Marvel covers to grace classic hip-hop albums. Marvel Entertainment's back to showing off its hip-hop credentials via a new partnership with Universal Music that will see artwork credited for the company's hip-hop variant cover program repurposed as actual album artwork for a number of reissues. Um, the reason why this is interesting is because it's a real indicator of where we're at in the music business in terms of monetization and where we're headed. Um... Where we're headed is, it's all about your brand, your brand image, and the content that you create around that. I think the best example of it isn't in music, but it's actually uh, in media, it's Complex. Complex does a really great job of verticalizing what's important to their fans. Fashion, food, music. They create web series, video series that go into those various topics and then they sell against those. But it's not just advertising on top of the video. It's how do I license that and make money off of it where these video pieces can re-air somewhere else. Um, and that's the thing that, that I think we need to be doing in the music business is thinking to ourselves, okay, how do I verticalize what our artists, fans like? How do I get my artists to create content in series form or long form or whatever that consistently feeds that need how do so I can grow that base up and then how do I take that content and monetize it in ways that aren't just you know the traditional let me get brand sponsorship so I can put a bottle of liquor in the video no it's how do we create new unique ways of doing things um, Universal has a tremendous catalog, and they're taking advantage of it. They're licensing that catalog, making a boatload of money. Um, yeah, I, I just think that's where we're headed. If you're an independent artist or producer, you need to start thinking this way, and you need to start thinking in terms of how you're creating content on a consistent basis so that way you can monetize in the same vein. And that's it. Thank you for paying attention. This episode was pretty rushed. We have a, a call in the next minute. Um, so we're trying to get it done as quick as possible. We're trying to fit it in and get the content out and do things that you guys hopefully like, you know, whatever. Um, I'm Alex, the ball god. Uh, that's I'm Court Dunn. Please, 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 wherever you're watching or listening to this, please put in the comment section some questions. It's the only thing I care about. People are using the comment section to send us links. You're better off getting our attention just asking a question. So please ask a question. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah, and we hope to ask more next episode. Thanks. Yeah.